All right, all you cool cats. You just heard Maneater by Hollow Notes. Before that was Weird Science by Boingo Boingo. You're tuned into YNTA, your number one easy listening station. And now it's time for a little show we like to call You'll Never Talk Alone. It's me, your host, Alex Lovell, joined today by Andrew Ainsworth and Zach Osborne. Andrew, Zach, how are y'all doing? How really long did good. it take you to come up with that bit? As the recording was started. I am regretting joining this right now. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, what do you see what we have coming up after the hour? After the local news? You know, it's going to be great. Uh, because not only do we have some great 80s tunes coming up, we've got a Champions League final to talk about. It's finally here after what seems like 40 years since the end of the Premier League season. We're finally playing the Champions League final against the Tottenham Thought Spurs in just a matter of days. And there's a lot to talk about, so let's just jump right into it. Um, Zach, how nervous are you right now? I'm pretty nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty nervous. Yeah, he's been out of the game a while. He's forgotten how to... Look, look. I saw a good friend of mine last Friday night at uh, the graduation ceremony for the school I work at, and he's a Tottenham fan. He's been a Tottenham fan for a long time. We were talking about it. He he said to me, Liverpool is definitely the better team. It's just no question. But it's the Champions League final. It's one game. Anything can happen. That's why I'm nervous, because he's right. Yeah. I mean, they, they've – We've had a magical run. They've also had a weirdly magical run as well. I mean, their comeback against Ajax was pretty ridiculous, and they've got some good players. Um, and Andrew, I, I'm sure you've seen that Harry Kane is likely to be fit. Um, do, does him coming back into the lineup scare you, or were you more, more nervous about Lucas Mora starting up top, or do you think they'll try to fit all of their attacking firepower into the lineup at once? There's no way that they can fit all of the attacking firepower into the lineup at once. I mean, to include Mora and not Kane seems crazy if you talked about this a month ago. But now that he scored a hat trick and, and that amazing comeback against Ajax, you question it. Like They've been possibly a more cohesive team without Harry Kane you never don't start Harry Kane. This is like the Kevin Durant situation. It's like, are they a better team? Maybe. They've had a terrible second half of the season, and part of that's because they didn't have Harry Kane. But I, I can't make up my mind on it. Earlier I was listening to to Kara on Redman TV, and he even thought that you don't start Harry Kane in this game, which was seems amazing, seems crazy, but like, Weirder things have happened, and, and you kind of have to play the players that you know got you there. Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be so harsh to drop Lucas Mora after the end of the season he's had and the the impact that he's had bringing him to the final. But Zach, do you think we'll see Harry Kane, or do you think he'll be fit in time? I mean, he's in their Nations League squad, so he's close enough to being fit. But is he the type to? force himself into the lineup. Yeah, I think we see Harry Kane. I just think I think um I mean, he's the biggest star on on Tottenham, period. And I I think you know, Mora has earned it. He's a big he's a huge part of why they're there, but 
Tottenham's identity uh, and their their image on a global scale is built around the player Harry Kane. They're about to be in the biggest club match of the year globally. It just doesn't make sense to me if Harry Kane is fit, if he's available. It would really surprise me if he doesn't start. So if he doesn't start, then it's Mora, Son, Erickson, and Deli Ali. I mean, yeah, you got to start him. But then you look at it and like, do you take Mora out? Do you take Erickson out? Do you take Son or Ali out? And if you do end up taking one of those players, like, could it be Erickson? So you try to have, you know, a stronger midfield against our midfield. Yeah, I, it's almost like they're going to have two different formations completely based on whether Harry Kane starts or not. Because it seems like when he's in, they prefer a 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3 kind of variation. And then when it's Mora starting, it's almost him and Son up top together all the time. So I, it will be interesting because I'm sure they're going to try to pack the midfield against our midfield because or at least put people in our way to make sure that we don't cycle up to our front three as quickly as possible. But I, I don't know. Cause like, like you said, would they drop Erickson, but he's also arguably their best player. And can he play deeper in the midfield? Will James Milner absorb him into his chin? I mean, those are things they have to consider, <laughs> I, but I mean, they've got Musa Sissoko, so they don't really need anybody else in midfield because he's, weirdly helpful now so I, I there's a lot to think about I mean, for them i which lineup attacking lineup from them would scare you the most and which would scare you the least let's start with andrew um scare me the most i think if you just take out mora and put in kane i just feel so bad for it like after scoring the hat trick and being that player at the end of the season that you could count on. But that's it's typically been their best team. So, Zach, is, is there any lineup that scares you in particular? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared of Kane um, just because it's the biggest stage. And he's he's a guy to to make it happen on the biggest of stages. Um, he is a superstar and is capable of taking over a game. I mean, then again, so is, I mean, Tottenham's got a really scary lineup. I mean, we just got to, we got to come to terms with this. Uh, we, we like to talk about how we're, we've got the best attacking trio in the world. And that's probably true, but, but really Tottenham's probably not that far behind their weaknesses lie elsewhere. So if we're talking about their attackers, I'm scared of them all, but, um, I think the storyline that scares me the most is Harry Kane showing up and and you know being clutch on the on the largest of stages. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, although I think I'm more scared of Imagine Dragons scaring off both teams, and then I'm more scared of them playing like Mora and Son and either Ali or Erickson and just keeping them on Matip, Virgil, and Fabinho because so much of our play runs through them, and just having like this six-man battle all the time I think would disrupt a lot of our play and but I mean it would disrupt a lot of their play as well because I mean our players are really good but wait the, would, the whole Imagine Dragons thing are they involved in some way yeah they are playing the opening ceremony like Dua Lipa did last year they're they called in Imagine Dragons 
They're playing Tri- every single sporting event yeah. for the rest of time. <laughs> They're playing their one song that they've re- rewritten eight or nine times. So is, I really, is Lil Wayne going to be there as well? Is he? Uh, I think Psy is going to be there. <laughs> he did play the Copa Italia final when Roma played Lazio, which I think is really, really funny. Psy? Yeah. <laughs> Back when Gangnam Style was super popular. It still is. Always That's true. in our hearts. Never forget. Uh, and So I mean, we, we've talked about their attack, and I think we're in agreement that it is scary. But And, and we'll get to our team in a little bit. But I, I know, Zach, you mentioned that their weaknesses are elsewhere. So where where in particular do you think is their, their weakest area of the pitch and where can we exploit i think i know where you're going to go with this but I'd like to hear it from you i mean i would say out wide uh bullying their fullbacks is going to be key um and we were obviously set up to do that pretty well because <laughs> i think we can bully just about anyone's fullbacks it's kind of how we play um but to me that's sort of a glaring weakness um our ability to to win the battle out wide, to whip in dangerous crosses, um, to outpace people down the flanks and find our attackers making runs through the middle. Um, that's kind of how I see it going. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Andrew, are you in agreement? Because I, I am. I mean, they their fullbacks have been terrible all season. And I mean, from, just look at the, the drop-off in a year from scoring a free kick in a World Cup semifinal to not even making the Nations League team for Kieran Trippier. So to put Sadio Mane against him in the form that he's been in, I think really favors us. Uh, And I mean, Danny Rose did play pretty well more when he got moved forward against us in the game at Anfield earlier this year. But he is not the best fullback. And I mean, he's going to start over Ben Davies for sure. But I, I think he can be got at, and he's not the strongest. So I, you're right. Like Salah versus Rose and Mane versus Trippier will be key. And having to pull either Vertonghen or Alderweireld out wide to double team is gonna, should leave some big openings for Bobby or and whichever of our midfielders are playing. So I, mean, I like those matchups. It's why, why I'm kind of excited about playing Tottenham because that is their weakest area. Um, but that said, they've had three weeks to try to cover that up. So who knows what they'll come out with. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think their their defense overall hasn't been great. They have trouble creating out of the back. Um, you've got a good chance to, to get the ball anytime that they're passing out of the back. They also uh, don't really score a lot of goals. So while I think their defense is their weakest piece of their team right now um they they really haven't scored a lot of goals since february they've got two games there where they've scored uh more than two goals and that was a loss to man city in the champions league where they went through 4-3 and then they beat huddersfield 4-0 but everyone beats huddersfield 4-0 so they don't really score a lot of goals and they haven't done that since february so while, yes, I think their defense is weak, I think their offense can be weak, and they have a lot of trouble um, just scoring in general nowadays, which is something that you don't think about. You think they're a great uh, offensive team, but they don't do it. Yeah, I, they definitely haven't been as 
free scoring as they were last season. And they've had to deal with so much inconsistency up top with all the injuries. So they, they're finding their feet and finding their balance again over these past three weeks. And that's something we don't really have to worry about as much. Uh, And we can transition over to our team since we love them so much. Uh, I mean, we know who our front three are going to be and we know who our back five are going to be. So it's a lot easier to play more cohesively and build attacks um, with our great midfielders, Andy Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold. So Zach, uh, the only area that is really up for debate is those midfield three. Uh, and really, at least two of them are nailed on, really, in Fabinho and Jordan Henderson. So do you think either of them will sit out? And who do you think will take that third spot? I don't know. I It's it's really tough um, because <laughs> I want them to all be able to play. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. Genie. Is it Genie? Are you you a Milner Milner acolyte? I know it's got to be it's got to be Genie. I think it should be Genie. Right? What about Lalana? <laughs> <sighs> I know, I know. It would be like the perfect English matchup, but it's got to be Genie. He's been like he hasn't been. I'd say Fabinho's like best performance has been better than Genie's best performance, maybe from like a midfield perspective. The Barcelona game was amazing. That's a different situation. That's overall, though, Genie has been the best midfielder that we've had all season. Got to go with him. As much as I would love James Milner to beat the shit out of everyone there, it's it's got to be Genie. What? So we think it's Fabinho, Genie, Henderson? I guess so. Yeah, you got to play your captain. I mean, if it, I would, in a perfect world, Keita would be healthy, and I would rather have Keita, but. Henderson's available. Well, I think you want Hendo's passion. Um, yeah. In this, I, I think he, I think he's got an X factor that's that's worth it in a match like this. Um, so I I think that's probably our best shot. I, I think so too. Uh, I I think you have to tell Genie that he's not starting, and then last minute tell him that he is starting because you you see how well he did when he was really pissed off that he didn't start. So I think you got <laughs> you got to pull that card and just motivate the hell out of him. For this game, I mean, he's not going to need any extra motivation for a Champions League final, um, especially in light of what happened last year. But it, it works; it's worked 100% of the time. Um, so I, I say you got to try it. But no, I don't. I don't think you can start James Milner in this one. I think you can bring him on as an impact sub because he's really good at that. And then when we get that penalty in the 83rd minute, he can slide it home. But no, I think that's that's going to be the three. It's hard to argue against that. Um, but I mean, one area especially that came to the fore last season in the annoying Champions League final is our lack of depth. So, I mean, it, we saw against Barcelona that our bench players are better than Barcelona. So, I mean, Andrew, how, how are you feeling about our depth situation? So if we were to run into an issue where someone got hurt, how, how confident are you feeling that we're not sending on a recently healed Adam Alana and Emre Chan in the biggest game of the season. The area that I'd really worry about was at striker and Origi has shown up in huge games all season long, all season long. He's done it. So I, I don't see like if we 
drop a midfielder, Milner can come in. Shakiri can play that role. Shakiri can play on one of the wings. We can bring in, you know, Sturridge last minute just to kind of jog around. We can uh, put Milner in at one of the the wing back spots. It, move to a back five. It just we've we don't necessarily have like a player for every position. You're never going to have that like a Barcelona or Real Madrid would have, or Man City. But we do have versatile enough players that can play whatever position we need except for that striker and Origi has shown up there it's almost a shame that he can't start I mean it's not like you would want him to start but he did so much to get us here that you feel like he he deserves a little bit of playing time no matter what happens even though you don't necessarily want him to come on because that means we are chasing a goal or are trying to break a tie so it's just it's a shame. Like all those players, just send everybody on. Like they all deserve to play, except for. Like, do do you think if we played a, uh, you know, like sixteen on sixteen, we would win? I think we'd win. Their their bench has a bunch of like twelve year olds on it at this point because all the injuries. Well, there are a bunch of kids, and there's one thing we got to do. We got to review what they're wearing in the final. It's time for the last episode of the season of for kits and giggles. A, a term coined by our very own Zach Osborne. So we're going to look at the Tottenham Hotspur kit, uh, even as much as we may or may not want to, uh, because I, I'll go ahead and start. It is a terrible kit. It's a T-shirt that has a patch on it, and it has some letters on it. It's an embarrassment from Nike. I would be furious if I were them. I would not have bought one if I were them, because I could have gone and gotten a Hanes six-pack of these shirts at Walmart <laughs> for $2 and written in Sharpie the name of the player that I wanted on the back. So this is a about, kit. This is a about, club. Stupid fucking ball-ass team. Go about, yourself. Andrew? <laughs> it's hard to follow up on that one. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, I think it looks like an undershirt. Like I get everything that you're saying. It's, it's pretty bad. I mean... <sighs> meh like it's it's not like atrociously bad like it's not like toxic thunder which i love it's just kind of plain it's just meh it it is the definition of plain it is a white t-shirt like it looks like they just kind of like dunked it in some blue ink (laughs) and then their third kit which i think is supposed to have a map of london on it but it's weird green for some reason, and just looks like somebody spilled something on their shirt, like it was I swear, washed. I, I always, I always looked at that and didn't even think why would they do this, but I thought it was Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I never like thought through it. I just saw it was like, oh, Africa, whatever. Like, sure, <laughs> Wanyama. <laughs> uh, it's a map of London. I didn't know that. Yeah. Zach, did you also think there was a map of Africa on their third kit? <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I didn't. I, I didn't know there was. A, just thought it was bad. It was color smears. It's like a Rorschach test. And I see a about- club. <laughs> so a about- club is it a about- kit? It is a about- kit, no doubt. You know their club overall is just kind of meh. It's kind of just like. I don't know, like a a lower middle class accountant. How classist of you! 
Do you care to like, elaborate? Like, like an accountant that you would find at like a, you know, like a giant corporation, just wearing like some, you know, just like a, a white button down and some black slacks with cuffs in them, and he's just like a a nice guy. Like he's yeah, he's fine. Like I'm not gonna hang out with him. I don't know. I'm going way too far into this, but. Yeah, it's just kind of like, man, like, cool. Like, yep, you're a thing. I, I don't hate you. I don't I don't like you in any way. You're just kind of there. Yeah, I don't like them because they kept taking all of the people that I wanted us to get. Like, I've spoken before about how badly I wanted Christian Erickson on this team and Son. Um, well, that's really it. But two <laughs> is more than most teams have taken from us. So, I mean, I... Revenge is a dish best served in tapas form late in Madrid. So <laughs> I think that's what we're going to get because they, they've been asking for it. It's also, can we just acknowledge how weird it is that they're in the Champions League final? It's so weird. <laughs> that's it, weird. It does not feel right at all. No. And it's just so like, like you go back and you watch their games. Like they, they just somehow got through them. Like, like, I don't know how they got through Man City. I have no clue. Like, that last-minute goal that was called off from Sterling, which I love. Like, I'm so glad that happened. But it, it was just like they shouldn't have gone through. We had that situa- situation with Barcelona where, like, obviously we were the way worse team in the first leg. But, like, everyone thought that Barcelona, like, you know, like it was, it was more of like a, a fluke. You know, like we shouldn't have gone through Barcelona. Yes, we might have a better team on some days than them. They might have a better team on some days than us. But like that Ajax team just beat like all the best teams in the Champions League. And then they come out in the second half against Tottenham and just shit the bed. And then Tottenham goes through. It's like they, how did they do that over and over again? We gotta just, we gotta be up like 5 0 just to make sure that it works. <laughs> it takes just. Like, that's what scares me is because they like uh, we did something ridiculous. They've been doing ridiculous things. Like they barely got into the knockout stage, and then they had two like dramatic wins in the knockout stages themselves. And I don't know if they've used up all their luck or if they still have some in reserve. But it's just like if not if, if not for a PSV goal, they don't even make it to the the knockout stages, which is just insane. And then despite not having anyone fit, they still managed to walk through. And now we're playing them in the final. I, like, what are they doing here? No one invited you here. They didn't buy any players. I mean, kudos to them in a weird way, but also, like, what the hell? And they also scheduled it so far out that all of Tottenham's players are going to be healthy. Well, Eric Dyer probably won't, but... Yeah. I, does anybody know why the final is in June? It's never usually this late. No clue. Nope. Well, uh, there is something that I think you do have clues about, and that is your score predictions. So, Zach, let's hear what you're thinking about this game. Um, I'm pretty confident we're going to win. I mean, I have no reason to think otherwise at this point. I do think it'll probably be a pretty good game. I can't see it being super lopsided, but I think our quality will prevail. I'm going to say 3-1. 3-1 Liverpool. I like it. I like it. Andrew, are you as confident? Um, yeah, I, I think I'm as confident, maybe more confident 
which wouldn't be a surprise. True. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out that on Redmond TV, Kara said the ultimate Liverpool scoreline, two to one. So uh, I'm I'm going to go against that. I'm going to go two to nothing. Ooh, ooh, a clean sheet. Nice to round off the year. See, I'm going to go two one because both games this year against them were two one, and we just uh, just to keep it regular, like someone who eats a lot of spinach, we are going to go two one. And we're going to win. It's not going to be as dramatic as the one at Anfield. It'll probably be more like the one where we played them at Wembley, where we just should have won probably like 18 to nothing. But they scored a crap late goal just to make it kind of nervy. But I I think we'll do it. And it's going to be a very great day on Saturday, I'm feeling. Uh, Do you all have like big plans for watching it? Zach, I know there's a a meetup in in our hometown of Jackson, Mississippi. That's right. Uh, Getting some of the... uh local Liverpool fans together at uh, really the only soccer bar in town, <laughs> Capitol Grill. Um, and uh, should be fun. Should be fun. Hopefully uh, I won't like yell a lot and say really terrible things <sighs> like I did last year. Honestly, afterwards I felt, I felt guilty about the things I said about Loris Carius. I yelled them at a projector screen and like embarrassed people sitting around us. So I'm going to try to just not be that guy, regardless of what happens. I think the youth soccer team had left at the restaurant at that point. So there, so there you were, were a you bunch were of kids. There were. I forgot about that. I, I think you were okay in that regard. Uh, Andrew, are you, are you doing anything big? You know, I haven't figured out what I'm doing. I got a group of friends that we watch soccer. So we might go to like the Liverpool supporters club here in Nashville. It's it's pretty big. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm oh, definitely going to. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, like, you know, we're pretty big soccer town. We're getting an MLS team. I don't know if you know that, but uh, fourth in the Western division right now, I believe pretty huge team nashville fc go go check them out it's it's nashville sc Um, (laughs) just to i I go to all the games i'm a huge fan i got like a scarf and and everything and i I bring the drums um yeah so that's what i'm gonna be doing i know i'm gonna drink a lot of beers ice cold beers i am too i usually use the champions league final as the one time to buy heineken and I was like, okay, you've you've earned this Heineken for sponsoring this all year. So I get the the like the cardboard box that's also a cooler that you oh, can yeah. buy ice yeah. in. I get one of those, and then make burgers and stuff. Although I'm in an apartment, so they're gonna have to be like skillet burgers, which is not as fun. But you know, you take what you can get, and then probably have some people over, and then probably punch them because it's gonna be too nerve wracking once the game actually starts. Oh, yeah, now that we're talking about it, I wasn't nervous before, but now I am. So thank you guys for doing that to me. Um, I've been trying go- not to think about it, but this um, recording sesh made me stare it real hard in the face. Only uh, two and a half more days. I'm ready. I'm My ready. Friend. My friend that's an Arsenal fan, I texted him today, and I said, uh, let, let me read it out to y'all. I said, don't worry, if I know anything about losing a Europa League final is that in two years you'll get to know what it's like to lose a Champions League final also. 
<laughs> he said, that's pretty neat. So we we lost. Now we get to win. Just don't worry about it. It's all going to work out. And we'd love to hear from you, listener. What do you think is going to happen this final? Tweet at us, at YNTA Podcast, your score predictions. Uh, leave your reviews of our podcast on your favorite podcast service. We'd love to hear what you have to say about it. We'd just love to hear from you about pretty much anything, really. Uh, so get at it. Let's boost those engagement rates on Twitter. Andrew, <laughs> what was that face? <laughs> you said we'd really like to hear about anything from you. <laughs> and I thought, well, not anything. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I look forward to a written post from Andrew listing the topics that he would like to hear from you about. Uh, although some favorite of favorite jewel more- flavor. <laughs> Uh, Zach, thanks for joining us. I know it's been a while since you've been on, but it actually has been that long this time. But yeah, so you just you you touted the typical Zach line, but I've had a pretty good track record for the past like month and a half. So you very much, Alex. (laughs) It's just muscle memory. (laughs) This went off the rails. This did. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not as good a host. Hey, what time is it? Just for Joseph, 856. Joseph, it's 8.56. It actually helps, though, because like if I say 8.56, that means that we've been recording for 56 minutes. So he knows it's somewhere around that time. Except we talked about wrestling for like 25 minutes before we started. <laughs> He'll figure it out. No, we didn't start 30 minutes ago, right? It was. We started like 8.15, 8.20. Well, he can do the math. He's a smart boy. We love you, Joseph. We do indeed. Andrew, sign us off. Ooh, I don't I didn't really think about it. Um hmm. Let me think. So um Um Okay, so I got it. Um 